You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast presented by Bet365. We are part of the Action Network. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. Today is our week 14 Thursday NFL episode. If I look like I'm in a different place, if I sound a little bit funny, I apologize. I am in a hotel in Las Vegas uh, doing the podcast early in the morning to get everything you need to get ready for the weekend in this episode we will get feedback from the wise guys who listen to the show. We will make our survivor pick and build our money line underdog round robin. We're going to give out our foxhole. We're going to give out our big balls bet of the week. We will narrow down our picks for the free to play favorites podcast, $100,000 pro football pick them contest. As our old pal, Colin Cowherd likes to say, there's a sea of money out there. Cause there's a sea of money out there. If you want to follow along with our official bets, you can check them out on the contest website, favorites.actionnetwork.com, when we lock them in before kickoff on Sunday. And if you prefer using the award-winning Action app, you can also track all the bets. Simon and I lock in by following two accounts, the Faves 5 and the Favorites Podcast. Now, let's bring in my co-host, my companion, my compadre, my BFF, professional better, Simon Hunter. Hello, Simon. I'm a little subdued because i'm in a hotel i'm recording next to the wall of the room next to me because that's where the best light is facing the window so i can't be as yelly as i would normally be it's vegas baby you can yell all you want i guess that's true right yeah. the walls are, are thick as steel and nobody's awake at <laughs> 8 a no, nobody's sleeping at 8 a.m no uh, um good to see you buddy uh great to be here chad if people can't tell chad knows this i'm dead people i've uh i've been traveling shaking hands with people and it got me I, it finally caught up to me um if if at any point i just disappear no it's for good reason i am probably sick uh so yeah i'm gonna give my best effort um luckily this week not, not that every week is easy me chad hates when i say that but um this week honestly we talked on tuesday a lot of the guys who i talked to i thought they're gonna be on certain sides they're on those sides and not much has changed so um i'm looking forward to today because there's been a lot of line movement chat so i got a lot of hate on tuesday's show and a lot of those lines moved in the directions i thought they were going to move luckily simon i am in a city built on the backs of people who like to say oh it's easy uh, I am in, in Las <laughs> Vegas. I'm in Las Vegas, as you know. I saw you two last night at the Sphere, uh, which was just insane. Like everything that everybody has said, it is the visuals, the sound, the show, uh, just outrageously awesome. But during the day, I had lunch with your predecessor, Bob Scucci, a.k.a. Scooch. I showed him pictures from the live show, uh, which he was overjoyed. He told me stories about 
people still coming by to sign books, to have him sign books, stories about his wife being on conference calls and someone recognizing her last name and asking if she was related to him. So for all the old heads who have been listening to the show since the ESPN days, he is thrilled to be remembered. Uh, We're going to get him on during the season. He looks amazing, still has the best laugh in the business. (laughs) Yeah. As a reminder, the Favorites Podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boost with them than with anyone else. Every day they power up the odds on hundreds of bets to give you a chance to win more. Bet365 boosts specific markets, your winnings, and even parlays. And they don't stop there. Keep an eye out for their biggest and best odds with the incredible Super Boost. Check out the boost and see why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 21 and over and present in Colorado, Iowa, Louisiana, New Jersey, Ohio, and Virginia, 18 and older in Kentucky. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms, conditions, restrictions apply. All right, week 14 is approaching. Opportunities all over the board. Lines have been moving like crazy. Simon, it's time for Sharp Calls. Hello, who's there? I'm talking. Ring, ring, telephone ring. Somebody said, baby, what you doing? Yeah, and clearly the boys like the Jets. The Jets number since our show has moved three points, Chad. So I get it, people. I I understand where you're coming from, but that sucks. Like, you could have got six and a half. It's down to three and a half. There was just so much movement on that number. Is Zach Wilson really worth three points? What is happening? What is this world we're living in right now, Chad? So, But look, uh, Simon, that actually raises a question. Should we be thinking about the Texans now? Fuck no. No, 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 no. The that that might have made you sick right there when I said that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't have the energy to go crazy about it, but no, don't stay away from the Texans. I don't get it. It, it looks, it, it, they're literally the books are telling you they're going to lose this game outright. The fact that it's moved this much and that's all professional money. I mean, I'm in our app right now. It's still well over 70% of the bets and the money is on the Houston Texans and this number has moved three points. So um, stay away. A uh, game I, I got wrong, took a lot of shit for it, but I'm going to stand my ground. The pros love the Bills. They love the Bills in this spot, Chad. I talked to multiple guys who really like the Bills playing here, but I don't know about you, but nothing's changed for me. I, I still like the Chiefs in this spot. I like that Evans trends back it up, backing them here, because I already just liked it anyway, uh, matchup-wise, where you know too many pros I talked to, they're just like, well, the Bills are going to be so desperate. This is their season. They know they need to win this to make the playoffs. It's like having the Bills known that for like two months that every game they needed to win to make the playoffs. So I'm not really buying it. And I'm not, I can't get there on the matchup where the numbers move so much. I just, if we have Mahomes and he has the ball last chat, I feel like we're going to win. And I know it didn't work out last week with Green Bay, but it's back to back times where either the receiver failed Mahomes or the referees kind of failed him, right? That pass interference probably should have got called the previous yeah. week. But yeah. um, at this point, I, I was just shocked to talk to so many guys who liked the Bills. And I think the number was minus three, minus two and a half. We did the show Tuesday and, and now it's down to one and a half. So if you're cautious about it, I totally get it, but I'm going to keep taking the value. And I think there's value on the Chiefs. I make the number minus three. So that's a game, obviously, we you were going to talk about, you know, a game your buddy Simon tried to save you from Atlanta. You wanted to take Atlanta. I wouldn't let you do it. I was like, something's fishy about this line. What's that number now, Chad? It's about one and a half, I think. Yeah, it's down to one. 
It's down to one, brother. So the gut feeling was right. You're supposed to take the Bucks in this spot. What the fuck are we going to do here, Chad? Are we really about to take the Bucks in this game? I hate it. And it's moved so much where it's like, this is where I think maybe the value shifted to Atlanta a little, but it's scary. I've talked to multiple guys who love the Bucks. They love the Bucks outright this week. So I don't know what to do with that one. Like the numbers moved so much where at two and a half, I would have felt comfortable taking the Bucks. Now it's like I kind of want to take Atlanta, but I don't like this spot because I know so many pros are on the other side. That's not the best spot to be in. I don't think we're going to need it. I think we got five games we like. We'll, we'll get Good there, man. but keep keep going. I obviously love your Bears pick, I and mean, we talked all week about that. Every, it, it's the classic every pro is going to be on it, and we're all either win together or we're all going to lose together. It's just yep. that's, the, that's what that would be, the Bears. The pros will be on the Bears. The public will be on the Lions. I told you I was hoping this was going to go to three and stay at three because that would make me feel better about taking the Bears. But you can still get three and a half. Like, there's still a bunch of three and a halfs out there. So, a little worried about the Bears. It's, co- it's it becoming get the to public three. dog of the week. It did get to three. And they are becoming the public dog, right? 72% of the tickets right now on I, Chicago. I, I think we talked about that. I put that on what Evan told us about the weather, where it's like, if it's going to be windy and wet, we want the RPO team. We don't want to take Detroit that needs to have everything be perfect for their offense to really click. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it was just interesting talking to the pros. I love it so much. Just really quick, I'll run through the next two where it's split. The guys are split really on this Rams-Ravens game. I, I I think we're getting good value on the Rams. Talk to plenty of pros who like the Ravens in this spot. They just don't think the Rams are that good of a team. And the Ravens, they put them as a top three team in the AFC. In the NFC, if the NFC was any kind of type of decent, the Rams would probably be right there at 7-8 looking in, right? But I still think people just don't respect Stafford. Uh, it's just... Oh, Evan just put in the chat, rain, wind, and Baltimore, too. Okay, that's making a little bit more sense. Yeah, I, yeah. I could I could see why you'd want to take the Ravens in that spot. But still, seven and a half, there's still one out there. I, I still think you should grab it on the Rams. They're just – they're such a good offense. They can run the ball. And Williams is back fully healthy, and we've seen that the last couple of weeks here. Yeah. That, um, their offense really runs through him. As, as great as Stafford is and everything he does, when the run game's working, that offense is incredible. And the last one, which I don't know if we'll get there – but the Cleveland Browns are up to minus three and a half now at Jacksonville. And I think all the pros I talked to love the same thing where you're getting this Cleveland defense at home where they've been so dominant against a backup quarterback. It's a nice spot to take, especially if the weather's going to be bad. They really like them in that spot. But I'm with you, Chad, where it's like two and a half. I could get there in Cleveland, three and a half. I don't know if I'm as confident in that number, even though kicking's probably going to be irrelevant in this game if the winds are really that strong and you have the lake effect kind of rain and everything. So definitely a week of weather. Everyone's talking weather. Everyone I talk yeah. to, all they're really talking about is weather. So that to me is going to be the big deciding factor on Sunday. If you haven't made any bets, you've already missed a lot of these numbers. I would wait to get more info about the weather because it is going to be such a huge factor here come Sunday. Uh, as a reminder, you can catch every episode of the favorites live on YouTube. Producer Tito would like me to tell you, for those enjoying on YouTube, don't forget to give us a like and subscribe to the Action Network YouTube page. All right, time to narrow down these games. Got to get to our yeah. foxhole. Got to get to our survivor. Got to get to our big balls bet of the week. Boy. Oh, yeah. Biggest. What's the matter? What's the matter? You not feeling great? <laughs> yeah, I just, I couldn't believe how exhausted I was after talking just for whatever that was, five minutes. <laughs> oh, God. In the gambling world, the biggest storyline of the week has been these low totals, right? Thanks to the weather you mentioned, backup quarterbacks that we talked about, New England, Pittsburgh, 
Jacksonville, yeah. Cleveland could be the first duo of NFL games to close to 31 or less in the same week in 18 years. If you include Houston and the Jets, a uh, total of 33, we could see the first week since December of 1993 to have three games close with a total below 33, going back to 1980. And this is all from Evan Abrams. No NFL total has ever closed before 30, going back 43 years. Um, that same weekend in 93 that I just mentioned, late December, three dipped below 30, but all closed at 30 or higher. Uh, here's a great stat. Stucky mentioned this on the Action Network podcast that he did with Raybon. That the, they talked about their Sunday six pack. Mentioned it specifically in reference to Cleveland trying to figure out how to play that game. Um, the last three seasons, games with 10 plus mile per hour wins at kickoff, 110, 55 and one to the under, and they're going under the total by about five and a half points per game, that's against the closing number, right? So even if you're losing the value over the course of the week, you could still bet the under and it's closing and the games are are finishing five and a half points below the closing number in these 10 plus mile per hour wind kickoffs. Like, I wish we could just play totals this week in the contest. <laughs> you know, no, but the it's biggest- definitely a stat, it's a stat to keep in your mind for the rest of your life where it's like, like Chad just said, don't let the line move and scare you off of it. it it's it's a long-term winner. Even when the line moves, it doesn't move enough, apparently. So, yep. um, yeah, pretty impressive stat. Uh, biggest wins this week, Jets, Baltimore, uh, Jets, Houston, Baltimore Rams, Cleveland Jags, and Cleveland. All right. Tampa Bay, Atlanta, you, you said you were looking for a reason to like the Bucs, uh, and you found one. The wise guys <laughs> all came in on the Bucs. And now yeah. that number is not something that we'd want to play. To me, this becomes a pass. I don't think we're going to need the game. I feel like we're going to find consensus on five games pretty easily. Not easy to win. I just want to be clear. Just easy consensus for us. Because um, <laughs> this line has moved significantly since you said you liked it. And that's with majority of the tickets, by the way, on Atlanta. I'll say one thing, because Evan did pull an interesting stat. Teams with a negative straight up point differential who are over 500 against the spread later in the season, uh, they cover at a pretty high rate since 2015 and they're 10 and fives this season. This week, New England and Atlanta. Interesting. Um, yeah, I, I, like you said, I, I kind of want, wanted to be on the Bucks. I got where you're coming from with Atlanta. I just I thought the line was fishy, and um, I don't know. Like as, as much as I want to say the value's gone, it just seems like this is the pros versus Joes. I mean, you just said it. It's like eighty percent of the handle yeah. at a lot of books right now is on Atlanta, and it's down to basically a pick minus one. So um, this is the games where the books and the professionals kind of take a stand on and. This is how they, like you just said, how Vegas is built. This is how Vegas is built, these kind of games where it's like it's really heavy one-sided and the, the reverse line movement comes all the way down. So um, I could see this, uh, you know, Evan will give us the play on Sunday, but it feels like this will be one of the bigger public sides of the week, Atlanta here. Yeah. And you know what? It's funny. As you were saying it, I started to think, wait a second. Should we be on the Bucks? Is this the spot? Because don't yeah, forget. Still a dog. As long as they don't move to a favorite, I don't mind yeah. it. I don't mind it either. And like dogs yeah. in the division the past 10 years, 
57% against the spread, 56% against the spread. I mean, so, you know, wait, wait, five years? Yeah, five years. Road dogs in the division, 57% yeah. against the spread. Um, all right. Detroit at, I mean, at Chicago. We talked about this game. The wise guys are on it. Yeah. Uh, I, You know, it's becoming a public dog. I will say this. And again, kudos to um, to Stucky and Raybon from their podcast because uh, uh, this was a game that they talked about as well. The Bears are a better team than the Lions since week seven. And I know I've been saying this on the podcast. I know I've been saying this run defense is I was better. Say, than why don't you give think. kudos to yourself? You literally said it Sunday night, brother. That's true. That's <laughs> as right. much you want to blow kudos. smoke up their ass, you're all over it. That's right. Know, Sunday Flowers. Night. You know what? Here's the thing, Simon. I'm a leader. Okay. I'm an executive <laughs> and I want to give the credit to my colleagues, the folks who do so much work on our team. I don't, I don't need the credit. I got plenty of credit. We got, <laughs> we got our faces on t-shirts. And this is right? your baby. You were definitely the first person I heard mention this game was definitely you Sunday night. So here's the thing that's I do want to give Stucky credit for. Aleem McNeil, the defensive tackle for the Lions is going to be out. And he's been the key for that defense. If you watch every Lions game, he's the guy who makes so many plays in the backfield. And the key for their up. defense, their defense is horrible. Right. But when they were good <laughs> earlier in the year, they were playing well. Yeah, and yeah, I know. Key. It's just, it's just funny so, to say he's the key. Well, someone's got to be good, right? And so <laughs> now we're talking about a Bears run game with an RPO in a bad weather situation. Bad weather. So to me, we still love the Bears. I guess that's yeah, all there is just, to say. Just prefer to the three and a half, obviously. Grab that over the three. Yeah. Also, golf on the road. It's just a bad spot. Uh, outdoors, 34, 34, and two against the spread. Uh, 914, 914 and one against the spread in December, January. Averaging less than 14 points per game when it's below 50 degrees. Um, but this is a good spot for the Bears. Yeah, here, here's a great stat from Evan. The Lions defense, 27th in EPA D since week 10. Just terrible. Right. And the Bears, might, meanwhile... Um, Gotten better I every week. Every every week. I think they're 6th yeah. or 7th. So, kudos. Kudos to me, Simon. There you go. LA Rams at Baltimore. I still like it. Like, the thing that gets but me... But do you like it at 6.5? Because that's what it might be in contest. No. I don't like it at six and a half. I yeah. like it at seven and a half. Yeah, that's how I feel. So that's tough where it's like it might not make our contest, even though we both like it and bet it since Sunday. Um, but the only thing that scared me off a little bit is what Evan posted about the weather, because obviously with Gus Edwards and, you know, Lamar, that's like one of the best one-two combinations in all football running the ball. So um, not ideal, but. I feel like I need to stand my ground. This Rams team, they're being priced as if Stafford's still banged up and they're just not that good of a team where I think this is as healthy as they've been all season offensively. I mean, Cooper Cup's in there. Puka's in there. Williams is in there. Their offensive line, I'm pretty sure, is still fully healthy from the start of the season. So um, we talked preseason. I think if they win this game, I hit my over, Chad, which is a pretty oh, good right. feeling. I had an obscene amount of money invested in them at six and a half wins. And when Cooper Cup went out, I was just dead inside for about a week. I was like, well, that's a dead bet. And little did I know, a man named Puka would be my hero and save my ass on that bet. So, um, yeah, I just – I need one more from the Rams here. If they, if this would be with this one, it would be amazing because we're definitely throwing this in the round robin. I mean, this is the biggest biggest dog that I like this week. So, um, yeah, the the nothing's changed for me. Even though the weather does scare me a little bit, 
I love this Rams team, but me and Chad are hoping these pros come back in on the on the Ravens so we get that seven and a half in contest. Yeah, we need a little bit of a hook here. Uh, yeah. I agree with you on the Rams. I'm just a Stafford guy. Like it, when he has the ball late in the game, I know. Look, I know he can wing it, and I know he might throw an interception that ends the game. <laughs> but I'm still comfortable yeah. having having them in the hook. Like I did bet them seven and a half earlier in the week racing you know this is how the world has changed simon i'm in new york monday tuesday fly to vegas early wednesday and i'm on the tarmac at newark airport racing to get my bets in that i had forgotten to make before i get to vegas because it's impossible to make them in vegas on mobile because you got to go everywhere and deposit at the retail outlets i'm like i don't want to run around town depositing bets somewhere. I just want to make it on my phone and it's easier. So I'm not even bothering while I'm in Vegas. How pathetic is that? No, How much has that still, changed? They're still in the stone age in Vegas. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, they got to fix that. It's just, a, you can't stop progress. Carolina at New Orleans. I'm liking this game more and more. Yeah. I, even at four, honestly, Simon, even at four and a half, I would like it. Uh, and it's moved yeah. a lot against us since Sunday, but Look, and and it really to me comes down to a. There's a couple things. One, Panthers have J.C. Horn back. He's a difference maker, I think, in the backfield for them. Two, their defense has been playing better. This is about Dennis Allen, Jameis Winston, and just how bad this New Orleans team is. Like, they they shouldn't be favored by four and a half over anybody at this point. They're not that good of a team. They are, but I don't think me me and you would be surprised if we lost this game by 20. I mean, the Panthers are just very bad, and they had their, what do you call it, their dead cat bounce last week, having the new coach yep. in there. So it's like, yep. you know, we're just playing the numbers here. People, please don't get mad about this one. But I've already had a couple of messages about it where it's like, I thought we weren't betting the Panthers anymore. And it's like, you got to take these kind of spots. Like, Chad just said it. That number's way too big for a Derek Carr offense that just struggles in the red zone like they do. And Dennis Allen – you know, I really wish I had listened to Chris and Evan here early in the season where if we just faded them, I think they're two and nine ETS. Is that wrong, Evan? Is that right? Yeah. They're like, they're horrible this season, Saints covering the spread. So the issue is usually at this time of the year, I usually want to buy those teams. Like you already just talked about the Patriots. Um, they're a team that like you're supposed to bet this week. Like historically, teams as bad as they've been ATS wise, um, you know, they usually bounce back, but I just – I can't get there. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I, I am on Pittsburgh um, for the Thursday night game. And same goes here where um, I get why people want us to take the Saints and what they're looking at with the Saints team, but I think Chad nailed it. It's just – we're just really fading Derek Carr and the head coach. And um, this Panthers team, I don't want to say they found something last week, but it did look like Bryce Young looked a lot more comfortable in the offense. I mean, it's, it's great. They put up 18 points. I know it's nothing crazy, but – um, for them, that's pretty good. So, yeah, divisional game, like Chad said. I wouldn't hate taking the four and a half, but I, I would hope you could still get the five. It is out there just because this game could come – this cover could come down to a two-point conversion. I mean, how many times have we seen that? So, yeah, um, I'm with you. It's like a dog I do love this week, but I do prefer Carolina outdoors. I think that is a beneficial to their defense just because – Indoors, it's just so much – teams are so much faster, right, on that turf. And that's that's really what has helped the Saints this season. I know they haven't been covering, but they have, you know, semi-been winning games. What are they, five and seven? So, um, yeah, two terrible teams. Me and Chad usually like to take the points when it's two terrible teams playing. Simon, we got a uh, 
we still got to do a foxhole. We still got to do a big balls. This could be on the table for one of those. There's a couple of the games that I want to talk about that might take bigger balls, but I do want to put this on the table as a potential big balls better the week. I think foxhole might come down to something else. Um, This next game to me, Seattle at San Francisco. This game, like two weeks ago in Seattle, this game closed Niners minus seven. Yeah. It opened this week. I think San Francisco minus 12 and a half, 13, immediately got that down. We noticed it on Sunday night. The Niners destroyed Seattle, kind of exposed them, made everyone reconsider what the Seahawks were. And then, of course, the Seahawks go on the road. The Seahawks play the Cowboys. They play them well in prime time. They've got now a little bit extra rest. Since then, the Niners have gone off and destroyed the Eagles. They are the talk of the NFL. The trend is to play Seattle. They're the big road division dog. The trend is to bet against the Niners. The height of the market, you're not going to get any bigger. I feel like we have to bet Seattle here, and I think that takes a lot of balls. That'd be you then. I'm not on it. I'm on uh, 49ers. I know. I hate it. Really? Yeah. And I, I talked to the group that did come in heavy on them, and I, I get where they're coming from, the Seattle love, but I'm just not seeing it. Like, I don't know. It's just tough for me where they're like, would you see what they did against Dallas' defense? And I, I don't know, man. I don't – like, I don't put Dallas in the top regard as other people do. Like, people hype that defense up so much, and um, I just think they're a defense that beats up on bad teams and they struggle against good offenses. And, like, nothing's changed my opinion this season. Like, I've seen that this season from them. So, um I can't get there, brother. I just think the 49ers have the Seahawks number, especially this team. And um, you're back in Geno Smith off his probably best game of the season, which has got to be a little scary, Chad, because just before that, we were talking about how the league has kind of figured out Geno. So um, I know where you're coming from, like usually double-digit dogs, divisional dogs. I'm going to want to back that team. And anyone out there that wants to take the 10.5 with Chad, I totally get it, but – um, I could I could I can't let you make this big balls and I can't let you put this in contest. I just I just can't get there on the Seahawks. Well, then I feel like we're narrowing down our options and big balls might have to be Carolina. I don't hate that. All right, Carolina Panthers, big balls, better the week. Carolina is our big balls bet of <laughs> the week. Listen, one of the games we talked about the other day, Minnesota at Las Vegas. All yeah. this money coming in on the Raiders. I was surprised this didn't come up in sharp calls. Why is the money not moving in their direction? Because, and you thought something was funky with this. Yeah. What have we learned that all of this money is coming on the Raiders and the money is not, and the line is not moving in their direction? Yeah, I just, I'm staying away from it. It feels, I, there's guys on both sides of it. That's how I felt about it, where it's like, I wanted to be on the Raiders, but I saw why guys were backing the Vikings in the spot. And I have no opinion. Like this game, you know, I probably have two thousand dollars on total. And I bet the Raiders are plus three, but like not putting any real money on this one. I just I just don't really know what to do with it. So I'm I was hoping early in the week I kind of did love it. I think Sunday night we talked about it. I was like, wow, that's that's a good number for the Raiders. And now as the week's going along, I'm just not as excited about it. Like there's other games I'd rather take than this one. So yeah, no real opinion on All it. All right, for me. good. I'm glad because I didn't want to take the Raiders and Aiden O'Connell either. Um <laughs> this is the game that I think is probably our foxhole. Kansas City. No, it's Simon Says. Oh, it is? Yeah, you see. Oh, that's right. All right. 
That's right. All right. I apologize. I apologize. But yeah, we can. I mean, we can break it down more, but I think it's just where are you at, people? Mentally, are you are you are you really giving up on Mahomes? Like, if you give up on Mahomes in this offense, I totally get why you're backing the Bills, but I just I just think the Chiefs' offense is inconsistent. But you kind of had to ride the wave this season. What are they eight and four at this point now? And for Mahomes, you know, playing a full season healthy that would be considered a disappointment. It's like, whoa, that guy's only eight and four and he's been healthy all season, but we've just seen it. The little things haven't gone their way that usually do, right? They usually get those calls from the referees. Usually his wide receivers make those catches um, over past seasons. This year, they're just not. So um, totally get why the pros, like a couple I talked to, like the Bills here. I mean, offensively, yes, the Bills are graded much higher than this Chiefs offense. I mean, they still got – Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis. My my big issue with the Bills is just going to be that defense. Like, Russell Douglas has come in and done well. They still can't get stops overall. And a lot of that blame shifted to McDermott and his stupid-ass prevent defense that he likes to run. I see no difference here. Like, if Mahomes has the ball at the end of the game, Chad, we're getting one and a half. I feel like you're like me. You're feeling pretty good here. It feels like Mahomes yeah. is going to get us across that finish line. So, I won't let the line movement scare me off, Chad. Like, one and a half. We'll bite the bullet. We'll, we'll ride the trends with Evan. What was that, Evan? 7-0 after a loss, uh, Mahomes. So um, we'll keep riding that trend. We'll, we'll back Mahomes here. Well, look, we talked about this uh, the other day. We were sick to our stomach knowing we had the Packers plus six and no, plus five and a half in the contest yeah. and needed it to get to two and three. And Patrick Mahomes had the ball. And yeah, at all costs, you want to avoid that feeling. <laughs> right yeah. so if you can get Patrick Mahomes as a as a two-point conversion favorite in this game yeah you take it I already bet it at two and a half as soon as it I feels get like it's plane, a long-term winner right like you bet this spot long-term on Mahomes you're going to be a winner Simon as soon as I get on a plane and get back to a state where online betting is available <laughs> I'm bet I'm betting this number and I hope it lasts uh, all right I don't think our next game is our foxhole, Philadelphia at Dallas, Dallas minus three and a half. Um, I'm feeling pretty good about Dallas here. You you had a power rated at four. Um, Let's make it a foxhole. This was how I was going to make foxhole. What about Giants, though? No, see, the Giants would be big balls. That's not a foxhole. Like, this is a foxhole because this is between the pros, this is split right down the middle. I know some pros. Well, then I might. Okay. All right. Then let's make this foxhole. I might want to chain big balls to Giants. <laughs> You're in on the Giants now? You're, you've come full circle? Maybe. I love it. Um, Maybe. Yeah. I just, but let's talk about I, Dallas. I thought this was Foxwell just because it's very split. A lot of back and forth, a lot of arguments, a lot of guys saying they got the inside info that hurts is not hurt, that whatever happened last week was purely to the head. Nothing about his lower body was ever, any type of injured. Um, from the other side, from people on Dallas, it's like, no, I'm hearing other ner- news that Hurts is hurt lower body, and that's going to hamper him offensively. Um, yeah, I would say my my favorite thing I saw, if you're an Eagles backer, is there was a bunch of crazy Eagles fans that went to the Eagles stadium with signs, huge signs that said, run the damn ball. And that's the truth. Like, that's what's really been missing with this Eagles um, team. They just have not been running the ball like they were earlier in the season, right? And Dallas, that's their Achilles heel. Like, if you can run the ball on this team – it really can't set up everything else. And um, I I totally get it, like where everyone's coming from. But I look at it from the viewpoint of the Eagles. We knew they were going to go through a gauntlet 
and they're lucky they're not sitting here right now 0-3, right? They could have easily lost that Bills game, could have easily lost that Chiefs game, and they did get blown out to that 49ers team. And in past years, this would be like an autoplay for me on Dallas because the Eagles and Dallas just always split. That really is how it works in their conference. Um, but, yeah, it's just – it's shocking that this is so split. Like, I'm looking right now in our app. It's basically 50-50. So, yeah, um, yeah. if you're an Eagles backer, you got to be feeling pretty good getting the plus three and a half. But Chad knows I make this minus four on the Cowboys, so I'm not scared at all of taking the minus three and a half here on the Cowboys. Um, it just feels like they're the right side. This is what we always call a scheduled loss for the Eagles. It does feel that way where um, it's just not an ideal spot for them. And you mix in – Cowboys extended rest December at home. That's a big deal playing against this Eagles team. So, um, yeah, I just couldn't avoid it. It pains me to say, but I am on Dallas this week. Well, look, schematically, two things. One, Lane Johnson is still banged up. Like, sat out a couple weeks ago, was not great last week. Uh, the Cowboys, that it makes it harder to run the ball when one of your best offensive linemen is not fully sure. healthy, number, number one. Number two – as we saw the Niners do, there is a huge hole in the middle of the field defensively yep. for the Eagles in coverage. And that is something the Cowboys can systematically take advantage of. What have we heard about all season long? The Cowboys are now running a version of a West Coast offense. What does a West Coast offense do? Quick throws, slants across the middle where guys are getting leverage. That is the opportunity that the Cowboys have with really good receivers right now in a middle of the defense that might not be able to cover against that. So schematically, and forget about the spot, there are opportunities. Then I guess we are in the foxhole. You know me, regardless of what's going on, I'm a foxhole guy. I commit to a team. I commit to a city. Uh, I'm a foxhole guy. New York Giants plus six and a half. The only reason I would make it the big balls is because the Packers are so high right yeah. now. And everyone is in love with them. We're we're getting we're getting uh, notice from Matt Mitchell. He does not want us to switch big balls after the announcement. So we are sticking <laughs> with we are. Producer sticking Matt with doesn't the like the changing of uh, the big Producer balls. Producer Matt Mitchell Boo! does not like the change. Dance with who <laughs> brought you? Yeah, dance with who brought you. It's 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 actually my bad. I forgot. I like I forgot the Giants were playing Monday night, and I would have gone to them for big balls, but I got so excited about the Panthers because that was an opportunity. And I was thinking Chiefs for Foxhole, and I just lost track, and so I apologize. How are you feeling about the Giants at six and a half? Yeah, nothing's changed, but I'm I'm with you where it's scary as hell just because Green Bay is playing their best football of the year. And the books, they can't catch up to it. So eventually they will catch up to it, right? It's just the same thing with the Lions. Remember how hot the Lions were, and now it's really flipped these last couple yeah. of weeks? Yeah. That's what's happened with Green Bay. I mean, that's just how football is, where it's like, you'll be hot for a while. I mean, everything will be clicking. And then some team defensively will scheme it, right? And every team will copy that team's scheme. And that's what's eventually going to have the Green Bay. And this is like kind of one of those games where I wouldn't be shocked if somehow the, the Giants' defense did win this game because it won't be their offense, right? It's like if the Giants do win or cover this game, it's either Jordan Love finally has a bad game and someone schemes it against him or, you know, it's just a total meltdown um, by the Green Bay offense. Like, I don't think me and you either are making this bet thinking, yeah, we're going to win this because Tommy DeVito is going to get us there. It's like, no, we just – we need the Giants' defense to step up here just because, I mean, Green Bay's offense, not that I want to call them a juggernaut, but, like, they put up 27 against a really good Chiefs defense last week. Like, this is a team that's really clicking offensively right now. So, um, you know, I had my questions. I thought it was a little fluky. 
what they did a couple of games. And I was like, yeah, everyone can put points up against the Lions. But if you go back and watch that tape against the Chiefs, like it's all clicking there. Like the LaFleur and Love are just very in tune right now. So um, this I don't hate it, Chad. This might be one of my survivor picks, unfortunately. I mean, it's that time of year where it's like there's only yeah. so many teams left. Um, my Basically, my two choices right now are Green Bay or Pittsburgh. And I'm kind of leaning towards um, Green Bay, but everything Chad said is right. Like, I like the Giants. We play this number. Um, it's just, do you want to make it one of our five? Are you that confident in it? it it's tough I to say. I actually feel I feel pretty good about it. Like, if, and we'll talk about sort of the Why? five. Were, we were the boys on it or something? No, I just feel like this is just a like good this spot. Game. I like this game. I like a prime, I like I like a home team in prime time as a relatively big dog against yeah. a team that has been escalating, escalating, escalating. The number has moved. The rating has moved up on the Packers yeah. the past few weeks. Like this is just the classic spot where you want to fade a really hot team. And and again, that's what sucks though is like Chad saying is even if we don't catch them this week, I basically have to keep fading Green yeah. Bay for the next like three weeks, which is. It sounds awful, but that's kind of how it is, where it's like eventually they're going to fall off a cliff just because no no team stays this hot. And, um, yeah, I'm with you. I just I don't, I don't have nearly as much confidence in this bet as you do, obviously. Uh, well, we'll talk about the five that uh, we think we might land on. Right. Uh, reminder about our contest picks. Uh, by now, you know, we track our official contest picks in the Action Network app under the Faves 5 account. But again, if you want to see the unofficial picks we enter on Thursday, just go to the contest website, favorites.actionnetwork.com, and search for the Faves 5. That's us. Before we get to our Moneyline underdog round robin, reminder that the Week 13 contest tiebreaker is total rushing yards on Monday night football. Our predictive analyst, Billy Ward, writes a weekly article about tiebreaker strategy and a link to that article can be found in the episode's description. If you want to lag up in the contest, good luck. Okay. Wait, uh, money. What's the matter? Dude, you didn't even talk about a game. I thought you were going to bring up your, uh, your love for Denver. What, what's going on there? I just felt like the line had moved too much. I don't think we're going to get the number I wanted in the contest. What number do you want? Well, I wanted to get three and a half. I, cause I wanted to see where it was going to land. Um, and I think that the number has moved too much for in Denver's direction right now. Did you did you feel differently? Yeah, I told you I didn't know what the hell to do with it. I kind of wanted to take the Chargers because I didn't understand the number. I, I didn't get why this game wasn't a pick, but um, yeah, as long as you don't have an opinion, I'm I'm good on this one because I don't. No, know. no, I I sort of looked at the board and scratched it off because I felt like I missed the best of it. Yeah, it's fair. Um, all right, uh, the money line underdog round robin. Here's some suggestions. Panthers. Um. All right, I'll party. Uh, Rams. Bears. Who? Rams. Rams. Bears. Carolina. Chicago. Rams. Bucks. Mm, it's too. It's too short. It's only. It's one and a half. It, yeah, it's minus one hundred two. Nah, pass. Um. Uh, what about the Jets? Plus one seventy. All right, Jets. <laughs> Can't go wrong putting them in every week. Eventually, yeah. it'll hit. Um, I mean, I mean, it pains me to say because I'm taking a survivor, but we just talked about the Giants. They're plus two forty. Yeah, 
I was going to say it, but I didn't want to jinx your survivor opportunity. It's okay. It's been a great run. So if it ends on, if it ends with uh, Tommy DeVito, that's how it's meant to be. All right. Moneyline underdog round Robin. We're going with um, Carolina, Chicago, Rams, Jets, and Giants. Oh, Simon. I got a lot of compliments uh, at the live event about this specific moment. Are you ready to make Little Caesars, which is the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, part of your game day? Simon, the holiday season has finally arrived. Do you think Santa will be putting slices of Little Caesars pizza into your stocking this Christmas? I hope so. Order online during our pizza pizza pregame one hour before NFL games and get ready for some football and fun. Choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza or pick the toppings you crave. Simon, what do you think about this new holiday motto I invented? If the evening snow shines like magic dust, it's a sign to order crazy crust. However, you order your pizza, you win. And speaking of winning, Everyone scores with convenient delivery or our in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the game. The Survivor Pool Pick of the Week. All right, Survivor, we talked about Steelers and Packers. Where do you think you'll land? On Thursday night's short week. I guess Steelers, even though everything in my body is telling me to take the Patriots after a loss, it's hard for me not to back Tomlin at home in this spot. Ride with Evan's stat, though. Just take the fucking under. So don't even pick a side here, but I'm taking Green Bay in my survivor pool. What are your biggest bets right now? Oh, God. I mean, people are going to hate them regardless. Jets. Actually, you know what? I actually have some easy ones. I got the Chiefs in there. Like, I've just been hitting that number since it's moved. But yeah, Jets, uh, Bears, Bucks, Cowboys, and the Chiefs. Those are ones I really like bet a lot on. And Panthers, I was hoping I was going to get back to six, but that's just gone down. I think on most books, it's four and a half. There's a couple five and a halfs out there. Um, so I haven't bet too much in the Panthers yet. I was really hoping it would go up, but it hasn't. And um, like Evan put in our chat, a couple books went to seven and a half again on the Rams. I'll probably put a little more on that Rams number. As a reminder, the Favorites Podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boost with them than with anyone else. Every day, they power up the odds on hundreds of bets to give you a chance to win more. Bet365 boosts specific markets, your winnings, and even parlays, and they don't stop there. Keep an eye out for their biggest and best odds with the incredible Super Boost. Check out the boosts and see why. It's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 21 and older and present in Colorado, Iowa, Louisiana, New Jersey, Ohio, or Virginia, and 18 and older in Kentucky. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms, conditions, restrictions apply. All right, before we get out of here, we're joined by Action Network Director of Research, Evan Abrams. We talk about him all the time. People put his stats on their Dak Prescott jerseys in permanent (laughs) ink. Evan you're getting the last word. The last word with Evan Abrams. We're finished talking. Yeah, I was going to say Dak's playing the NFC East this week, so we could just re- run that one back. But let's go a little bit sideways. So Trevor Lawrence banged up. Uh, CJ Beathard's supposed to get the start. Worth noting, Jaguars, they've won 10 straight games against the spread. Road neutral. That is the longest winning streak over the last 20 years. So right now, obviously all Lawrence in the past, but 
really running hot away from home. And it's also worth noting, look this up during the show, Flacco hasn't been a favorite since 2019, hasn't laid three or more since week one of 2019. So that has been a minute. Uh, Story of the weekend, backup quarterbacks. As of now, I think we're bracing for about eight or nine backups, depending on what happens with Derek Carr. So if Derek Carr doesn't go and Jameis starts, nine backup quarterbacks this week would be the most in a non-week 17, week 18 since week 14 of 2013. So it has been exactly 10 years without Derek Carr this week. If he doesn't go, we've seen this many backups. And since the start of last season, backup quarterbacks, 63 and 91 straight up. Yikes. But 83, 67 and four against the spread. So usually covering those numbers. And then finally, I will say this, guys. I'm on the Giants. I agree with you, Chad. I like the number, but this is just insane, and I got to say it. This will be the 35th night game for the Jets and Giants since 2018. They are 4-30 and 30 straight up, including 3-30 and 30 in their last 33. Since 2018, they are 1-15 and 15 straight up at home in night games. Only win? Yeah, week one this year when uh, the Jets beat the Bills. So tough sled, but I like the 6.5, so let's roll. None of that stat worries me. That just is fluky nature of bad football in New York. Playing the number in front of us. I like it for all of us. To recap, our foxhole was Dallas minus three and a half. Simon says, Kansas City minus two and a half. Executive decision, Chicago plus three. Big balls, I didn't change it. Carolina plus five. Our round robin is Carolina, Chicago, Rams, Jets, and Giants. Everything against Evan, every against everything Evan just said. Simon, if we had to lock in five picks right now, the faves five for now. I'm thinking Carolina, hoping we can get four and a half. Bears, hoping we can get three and a half. Rams, hoping we can get seven and a half. Kansas City, I'll take whatever under three we can get. And New York football giants plus six and a half. Yeah, I'm going to try to force the Cowboys in. I just like that number a lot. It's just a nice spot to take the Cowboys. Who do you want to take out? Carolina, Bears, Rams? I would, I would take them over the Giants for sure. Okay. I don't mind it. Look, if it's going to be one of your biggest bets of the week, which I think Yeah, it is. like I'm 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 getting there in the Dallas team. That's why it's like it feels like I have to get it in there. It's I'm I'm getting pretty heavily invested. All right. Giants are out, Cowboys are in. <laughs> Perfect. There we go. Download us from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your pods. Rate, review, subscribe, leave us five stars, say whatever you want. Feedback is the gift until Sunday night at 7:30 Eastern. Love you. Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.